Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahirrabbilalemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala Resulullah ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ajma'in. Uh, may Allah bless all of you for being here, for taking a few moments out of your day, out of your evening to spend a little extra time uh, in the house of Allah. We ask Allah to uh, to send His tranquility and His peace and His mercy upon all of us, not just now, but especially uh, when we pass away, especially when we're in our graves and especially on the Day of Judgment. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Yesterday's topic was Adhan and Iqama. Uh, there was a brief overview in terms of the importance of it, the reward connected with it, and then uh, how to pronounce Adhan and Iqama, and then also the meaning. So tonight we'll be going over the uh, the topic of wudu, inshallah. So I'll go over uh, a few reference points and then uh, go from there. Uh, so first and foremost, Allah says in Surah Al-Ma'idah, this is the famous ayah of wudu. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu idha qumtum ila salati faghsilu wujuhakum wa aidiyakum ila al-marafiqi wa msahu biru'usikum wa arjulakum there are four specific things mentioned in this ayah in which Allah says, O you who believe when you stand for prayer, uh, wash your faces. And it, it mentions a couple things after this. So the four things that are mentioned explicitly in this verse, wash your faces, wash your arms, basically from your fingertips until your elbows, including your elbows, uh, and wipe over uh, your heads, and then, and then wash your feet. So these four specific things uh, are the, the, the main components of wudu. Uh, Imam Abu Hanifa's opinion was the, these four things, this is the bare minimum for your wudu to be valid. And Imam Shafi'i had the opinion that it was these four things, but also two other conditions. One was the intention is a condition for it to be acceptable in the first place. Uh, and then the, uh, the other the other one is the order, that it absolutely has to be in that specific order. The main point is there, there is a spectrum of what I call the A plus will do and then the C minus will do. And we'll get to that in a moment, inshallah. Uh, at the end of the ayah, so this is Surah, uh, surah Ma'idah, ayah 6. At the end of it, uh, we find the, uh, the meaning of the statement from Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah does not wish to place you in difficulty. Rather, he wishes to purify you and to complete his favor upon you, that you may be thankful. Uh, we'll go over a couple a hadith and then uh, move on from there, inshallah. It is narrated from Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu that he said, I heard the messenger of Allah sallallahu... For, for the kids who are here, I can't hear you, man. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How many? One, two, three, four, five, six... Seven? Okay, mashallah. Today, I do have some Sour Patch, not that much, just some, but yeah, uh, mashallah, okay, they come out of the woodworks. So y'all are, you're going to have to work with me. You're going to, mashallah, even more are showing up, alhamdulillah. You say Sour Patch, and then lo and behold, like, <laughs> even more. Welcome, welcome, please, come on in. Mashallah, welcome to the party, alhamdulillah. All right, awesome. As soon as I said the word Sour Patch, five more youth showed up magically, subhanAllah. Coincidence? I think not. Um, the, but you gotta, you gotta earn it, you can't just be here, okay? So pay attention, so if I have some trivia questions, like, I don't know, what, 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 what are the four specific things mentioned in the ayah about wudu? Does anyone, off the top of your head, does anyone remember there were four things? Muhammad? I remember the whole ayah. I just want these four specific things. 
your face, your hands until your uh, uh, your hands until your elbow and your elbow. Okay. And your um, head and your feet. And your mashallah, mashallah. Uh, and your toes? And your toes? Yeah. What, what were we going to say? Until, sorry, I thought you were saying and toes. Until your ankle and including your ankle. Okay, good. Sorry, man, that's for him. No interceptions, please. No, even, even more youth have showed up. Mashallah, awesome. May Allah bless all of you for being here. I was wondering, why is it so bright in here? Because there, there are more youth in the message, mashallah. Okay, so now we, so pay attention, especially if I have some trivia questions. Uh, it is narrated from Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu that he said, I heard the Messenger of Allah sallallahu Mashallah, see, I, may Allah bless whoever invented Sour Patch. <laughs> I, heard, I heard the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam say, on the day of resurrection, Yom Al-Qiyamah, my Ummah will be summoned with blazing white foreheads and radiant limbs from the traces of wudu. Whoever is capable of extending his radiance should do so. SubhanAllah, what a, what a beautiful hadith. Uh, we have another one. I'll just go over a few today. It is narrated from Abu Huraira that he said, I heard my friend, so my Khalil, look at how he's describing the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, say the adornment of the... Who can, who can tell me what does adornment mean? It's a good vocab word. What's adornment? What's adornment? Does anyone know what adorn... Do you know what adornment means? It's a word in English. <laughs> Is that what you're going to put on your vocab test in language arts? <laughs> Meaning of adornment. It's, it's like the guy who took it, uh, uh, like a math test or whatever, for, uh, in Islamic school for every answer, Allahu A'lam, Allahu A'lam, Allahu A'lam. <laughs> yeah, but he still failed. The teacher, you, can't, you can't pull that trick on the teacher. Well, yeah, but that's not what the teacher is asking. So adornment, can you help me out? What does adornment mean? Decoration, mashallah. I, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. There you go. Please, no interceptions. Go play for the Niners. They need your help. Okay? May Allah help them. And Lakers, okay, different sport. Alhamdulillah. See, I, I can vibe with you. Niners and Lakers, mashallah. Um, may Allah help both of them. Uh, I heard my friend, Samay Khalil, say the adornment of the... Y'all got to pay attention, but you have to behave, please. The adornment of the believer will, will reach wherever the water of wudu reaches. Next hadith, it is, and this is the last one, inshallah. It is narrated from Uthman radiallahu anhu that he said, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, MashaAllah, you really want the sour patch. Uh, whoever performs wudu and does it perfectly, his sins will depart from his body even from under his nails. SubhanAllah. So what, what I just want to touch upon a few, uh, a few hadith, and of course there's the ayah at the beginning, just to put things in perspective for us, for myself first and foremost, that will do is not something that we just go through quickly, right? That when your dad tells you, hey, let's go to the masjid, and you say, okay, uh, let me go make will do it first. Guys, if you're going to be here, you have to behave, please. I'm happy you're here. Work with me. Um, if your dad says, hey, let's go to the masjid, but go make will do it first, First of all, you can't say, I have wudu every single time because for some reason, somehow, some kids, some youth, they have wudu for like three weeks straight. Every, their parents wake them up for fajr and, and they're like, okay, I'm ready. Go make wudu. No, no, I have wudu. I, how, do you, how do you have wudu? You're still half asleep. I, I made wudu in my dream. I don't know. It's, you know, I wasn't really asleep. But my eyes were just closed for like eight hours. You have drool on your pillow. Um, yeah, you can't, you can't pull that fast one. 
Right, so the point is when it comes to wudu, it is an act of ibadah within itself. Okay, so we have, guys, you have to behave. So we have uh, uh, another hadith in which the Prophet said that purity is half of faith. Right, and the, the, the default understanding of this is that wudu is half of our prayer. Right, so if you think about it, it's not just about showing up to take a test on test day. You want to prepare beforehand. So it's not just about prayer, it's also about how we prepare for prayer. So the idea is, if someone is praying and they're not really finding their prayer to be fruitful, one of the best things they can do is to look at how they're preparing for prayer. Because if they're making wudu within two and a half seconds, right? I've, I've seen many kids do this. Uh, if, if they're making wudu, right? Don't, don't, you know, don't put yourselves on blast or anyone else on blast. You know, some kids, they make wudu where they just, they take some water and they tap their face and, and their, for some reason, their shoulder and their elbow. They're like, I have wudu. It's like, what kind of wudu is that? No, no, no. You know, I, I, I just, I, I washed up and, you know, our dean's about the intention. I had the intention for wudu, but that's, that's not, that's not valid, right? So we have to, the intention has to be sincere and we have to try to put that intention into proper action as best we can. So hopefully when we think about the reward, you're, you're washing away your sins, you're going to be rewarded, you're, there's a lot of good that comes from it. Now hopefully we can take a little bit longer than three and a half seconds when we're making wudu. It doesn't mean that we take a super extremely long time, but we want to try our best to, to try our best to do what we can and to realize that when we're making wudu, this is the trademark, what the Prophet mentioned how he'll recognize his ummah on the Day of Judgment. This is the trademark for that. And it's not just about wudu itself, because if somebody, if they make wudu, right, and they pray, but then if they go and they rob people, if they go and they do horrible, horrible things, obviously they're not going to have that radiant light on the Day of Judgment. The idea is to take the step of making wudu and praying, but then that radiance should also affect your heart, your manners, your character, your sadaqah, your Qur'an, so on and so forth. And we ask Allah to help us to benefit from our wudu and to make us from among those who have that shining radiance on the Day of Judgment. In terms of how to, okay, we're just gonna, we're gonna go over the A plus wudu and then we're gonna go over the, uh, the C minus wudu uh, just to put things in perspective. Now, let me ask the students what would, you have to raise your hand, what would you rather get on any exam, homework assignment, or quiz, an A plus, or a C minus, or something in between? Uh, Najma, you'd rather get an A plus. I don't think I can throw that far without it accidentally. Yeah, you're going to throw it into your mouth. <laughs> can you come closer? Najma, can you come closer? You want, okay, I'll leave it here, you can come get it. Okay, awesome. So in terms of the A plus we'll do, again, just a uh, reminder for all of us, the reminders, inshallah, have benefit for the believers. So the A plus will do, and this, there's a reason why when we're taught to make will do, we're taught the A plus will do. Because if from day one, we knew about the C minus will do, ain't nobody going to make the A plus will do. Okay, so we're going to go through that first. And then the reason why I want to include the bare minimum, so we can compare and contrast the two, Right, the, 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 the best of the best, and then what's enough to be acceptable. Sometimes it can come in handy, but it's not something that we want to necessarily make a, uh, a habit out of. So at the very beginning, when we start making wudu, you have to raise your hand. Okay, what, what is step number one? 
What is step number one, Hudayfa? Washing hands. Washing your hands? How many times? 19 times? How many? Three times. Which hand do you, I'm asking him, which hand do you wash first? Your right hand, so use your left hand to wash your right hand three times, and then your left hand four times? Or is it three times each? Three times each. Who said that? How, how many times is it? Three times each, okay? And then this is how you consolidate how much Sour Patch you give out. Okay, parents take notice. And then after the hands, then what? So you wash your hands three times. And then your mouth, so you get a toothbrush and you brush your teeth three times? You rinse water, hold on, okay, use water to rinse out your mouth three times, and then what's after that? So you have hands, and then mouth, you blow it, so you get three tissues? You use water to, so do you have to sniff it up all the way to where it burns, like when you go swimming? No, just enough, right, to, to clean out your nose, but you don't want it to burn. Okay, hands three times. You guys got to pay attention. Mouth three times, nose three times, and then what? And then after your nose, what is it? Your face. Okay, I thought you said head, but you have your mask on, so it's okay, face. And then what's after, so hands three times. Guys, pay attention, because I know some of you guys maybe may get a little confused. Try to take notes for this, from this in your brain. Hands three times, mouth three times, nose three times, face three times, and then what? Okay, so, so in short, you can say your arms, but take note, it's not your wrist until your elbow, it's your fingertips until your elbow, so your right arm three times. Do you have to go all the way up to your shoulder? No. No, okay, so from fingertips to your elbow, including your elbow three times right side, and then left side, and then what's after that? Your hair. Your hair, so do you have to stick your head into the sink and soak it? Do you have to get a super soaker and... Okay, so you wet your hands, and, and here you have different opinions. One opinion, just get some of your hair. Another opinion is to, to try to get all of it. Okay, so after your hair, then what? Is your hair three times? Everything you've said is three times up until this point. Just one time. So you wipe your hair one time, either some of it or all of it. Different opinions, okay? And then after that, your ears, three times? Or one time? One time, and then what's the last thing? Your leg, your whole leg. You have to turn on the shower and, and stick your whole leg in. Okay, your feet, good. And then here you have the, the classic, good job. Uh, the classic difference of opinion, can you uh, wipe over socks or not? The, the simple answer, again, there are different opinions, but the, the important condition is if you are going to, this is regarding cotton socks, if you are going to, then you need to have wudu first before you put on your socks. And then if you're going to wipe over your socks, it's important because sometimes there are different styles out there, especially for the youth, your socks and you're at school, it's much easier if you already have your wudu. So plan it this way before you put your socks on and your shoes and you go to school, it's much easier to just wipe over your socks as opposed to sticking your foot in the sink. Um, so... What you, what you need to keep in mind is your socks, they need to go over your ankles, okay? So don't get like the, the super low-cut socks unless you're willing to take them off and then stick your foot in the sink, basically. Look, I've been there. You guys have probably all been there. It's just a lot simpler and easier uh, to be prepared for that. 
if someone follows the other opinion, alhamdulillah, it's all good, but it will make life a little bit easier and simpler. There is a valid opinion. The Hanbali opinion is that you can wipe over cotton socks. There's evidence for it, authentic evidence. We're not getting into the depth of the topic now, just on a practical level, there are different opinions in that regard. Um, and again, at the end of the ayah of wudu, Allah mentions the importance of uh, of ease. And it's also important for us to keep in mind if we see someone else doing, we mentioned this yesterday, something that's perhaps a different valid opinion than, than what we may be used to, we cannot go and correct them if what they're doing is a different valid opinion. Okay, so that would, really good job Hudayfa, I'm really proud of you, mashallah, you mentioned all of the steps, the correct number from, from A to Z, that's super awesome. That's the A plus will do. Okay, does anybody know what the C minus will do is? This is, again, in an, on an assignment, quiz, test, we all want to get the A plus. Okay, so there's the A plus will do. Now the C minus will do is like, watch, now you guys are going to start, you know, doing it all the time. At the very least, it is will do, you know, glasses half full or maybe a quarter full. Um, so I'm going to, yes, sir. What's the, the, the C minus wudu, the minimum that you have to do for your wudu to be valid so you don't fail the class of wudu? Um, wash my hands. Um, wash my you're, 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 you're starting too high. <laughs> you must be a, have really good grades, mashallah. Uh, um, I mentioned it that there were four things. There were four things. There are four, yeah, yeah. Huh? Arms, face, feet, hands. You got some, but not all. Sara, hold on. No, so I'm I'm gonna give myself a sour patch. I'm gonna give my I'm gonna give myself. What do you mean I knew it? <laughs> Relax. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Hold on. Breathe. Woosa. <laughs> Relax. Okay. So your face one time. Your face one time. Your arms one time. This is the minimum. Okay. So we don't fail, this isn't the attitude that we want to have, but just to know that it's out there. Face one time, your arms one time, your head one time, and then what's the last one? I just said your head. What's the last one, Yahya? Your feet. Okay. All right. Okay. So this is the bare minimum, but it doesn't mean that you don't want to get... I mean, if you could choose, you want to get an A plus all the time, right? So the, the, the A plus is the one that we want to do habitually as best we can. Now, technically, if somebody were to do their hands, their mouth, their nose, you know, that A plus will do. Technically, if they were to do all of them once, it would still be valid. Think of that maybe as like A minus as opposed to A plus, but the A plus would be the three times for your hands, your mouth, your nose, so on and so forth. So this is in terms of the... Uh, the how-to for wudu. Now, in terms of, there are just a few, a few uh, moments left. In terms of practical etiquette, in terms of manners, as it relates to making wudu at home, making wudu at work, or at the masjid, what do you guys think some pointers are? What is something important that we want to do, or what is something important that we want to 
avoid doing. Yes. So how can you have good manners when you make wudu? For example, in the masjid. Because Lord knows, sometimes we have Lake Michigan on the floor after some people make wudu. Yes. You can make the water not like uh, to a to full max and like keep like holding on your hand and throwing it on the ground and then picking it up and then getting through. And then picking it, so water in your hands, throwing it on the floor and picking it up somehow and then drinking it. Come on, that's <laughs> you are not getting you are not getting a piece. You owe me candy for that. I'm picking the water again from the sink, from the sink, like getting water from the. You had me at the beginning. So if... Okay, good. And the Prophet taught us that. Even if you're... He mentioned the concept. Even if you're by a running river, don't waste water. I want to hear something from the girls. What is... If you're going to make wudu at home, what is something that either you want to do or something that you don't want to do? Okay? Yes, Sara. Go ahead. Do not keep the floor dirty. Very good. Can you come a little bit closer? Here, you can come get it from the table. Okay, awesome. So this is something that we want to keep in mind. What, what we'll do should do for us and our prayer in reality, the, the overall system of our deen. I have some trivia questions, but I may not ask you guys because you have to behave. I'm happy that you're here, but I need you to work with me. Okay, thank you. Uh, was I saying something about chocolate milk? What was it? If you're making, yes, if, thank you. If you're making wudu, then you don't want to, so you, we need to be mindful, okay? So when, when making wudu, if it's at the masjid, if it's at home, right? If somebody makes wudu, and let's say by accident, some water kind of splashes out and gets around the sink, ideally somebody, they would wipe it down, they would clean up after themselves, because what we'll do, what we're doing, we're preparing ourselves to present ourselves before Allah Azza wa Jal, right? So it's a big deal. It's something that we should take seriously and think about, so if we're cleaning up before praying, in the process of cleaning up, we don't want to leave the sink or the floor or the restroom more dirty, right? That kind of defeats the purpose. Like if somebody, if they, if they really want to, you know, make it to, to Jum'ah on time and they decide that they're going to drive like 200 miles an hour because Jum'ah is so important and then double park and then do this and do that why are you going for Jum'ah? That defeats the purpose, right? So it's not just about prayer, but also how we approach prayer beforehand, okay? So now I have a trivia question, and then I have two trivia questions, and we're going to conclude. One is going to be for the ladies, and then one is going to be for the gentlemen. So the question that I have for the ladies, and you have to raise your hand if you want to answer, okay? The question that I have for the ladies, can you guys tell me for the A plus wudu, what is the second thing that you do? You have five seconds. Five, four. The second thing that you do in the A plus will do. Yes. Your mouth. Correct. Come and get your piece. Okay. If, if grown-ups are open to, to, to Sour Patch, you know that, that I'm more than happy to share. <laughs> Baba raised his hand. <laughs> you know, you have to give me half. We made a deal beforehand. I brought you here. I brought you into this world. Okay, we're going to move on to a question for the gentleman. You, already, you can't have your hand up if I'd asked the question yet. 
Because I have a policy where as soon as the first hand goes up, I cut the question. And, and you're not going to know what the question is. So, for example, if I say, what is, and someone raises their hand, that question can be one out of a million options. Okay, so let me complete the question and then raise your hand. And I'm going to pick the person who I see raises their hand first. Okay? No, you can't. All of a sudden, you're, you know, you're, you're scratching your head and put your hand up. No, no, I'm not raising my hand. I'm just, my, my neck is so itchy. The top of my head is so itchy right now. Right this very second. Right, oh, you know, my ears. SubhanAllah, all of a sudden you're itchy? Go get some lotion. Okay. The question for the boys is, who can tell me how many times you raise your hand? What's, that? What, what's, what's the question? You got to let me finish. That's a warning. Okay, but next time... I'm, and if you don't get it, I'm going to go back to the girls for the question. They're going to inherit the opportunity. Okay, so take advantage. So the question for the boys, who can tell me... Hold on. How many times do you wipe over your feet when you have socks on? That are thick enough, they cover the ankle, so on and so forth. We're not going to get into the technicalities. Yes. Three times that you wipe over your socks, even when you already have wudu, and you're... No. Huh? One. What? <laughs> He's going to keep mentioning answers. <laughs> okay, you have five seconds to choose your final answer. Five, four, what is your final answer? No, halal cheating in the masjid, what is this? <laughs> you have five seconds. Five, four, what is your final answer? One. One, correct. Muhammad, you owe me three bags of Sour Patch. I'm just kidding. Okay, thank you all for coming. We ask Allah to bless all of us with beneficial knowledge. We ask Allah to help us to practice what we've learned as best we can. We ask Allah to make us from among those who are glowing. It almost sounds like a, a, like a superhero, like wudu man, right? Like you just, you have this power, you make wudu and then you glow and you just have all this nood, it's amazing. Uh, may Allah give us that nur. May Allah gather us with the Prophet in the hereafter and give us the blessing of drinking from his hands. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Subhanakallahum wa bihamdik. Nashadu wa la ilaha illa ant. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Wa al-asr inna al-insana lafi khusr. Inna al-lazina amanu amanu salihat. Wa tawasu bil-haq. Wa tawasu bil-sabr. Yes, sir. Yes. The area above your ankle? Yeah, the thought is not too long. You know. Right, right. So, so some, some information regarding uh, what it means to wipe over. Right, right. Good question. Technically, you have different opinions regarding holes in the socks. And one of the things to take into consideration, there were many companions who were poor and uh, most likely would have had holes in their socks, but then you have the further discussion of what if that was out of necessity, what if this, what if that. Ideally, and we thank Allah for the blessings that we have, ideally we would want to have socks that don't have holes in them uh, anyways, just on a practical uh, hygienic level. So ideally there would not be holes if possible. Uh, if someone has a small hole in it, technically that could be uh, overlooked. But even aside from the wudu question, uh, thankfully, we live in circumstances, generally speaking, in which, by the grace of Allah, we can typically afford to have socks that don't have holes in them. So, ideally, we would want to uh, avoid that. The, the socks, they would need to... So, you need to have wudu before putting your socks on, and the socks, they would have to uh, go above your ankle. 
So the, the, the lowest length, they're called quarter socks, in which they, they're, they're not crew socks, they're not tube socks. That's the minimum, basically, to cover, Michael Jordan used to wear these, just as a reference, um, to, to cover your ankles. So if you have those on, then you would wipe one time on top of, not the bottom, on top of your right foot, and then wipe one time on top of your left foot. Not the bottom, not inside, just on top, uh, on top of the uh, of your sock, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, I know there are four opinions, you know, but at least two of them, you know, they came together the same idea. Or is it, uh, in in terms of the different the different schools of thought regarding this issue, right? So without getting into too many uh, details, at the end of the day there are essentially two opinions. One is that uh, if you're going to wipe on something on your foot, then it should be uh, the hoof, which is like the leather sock, or nowadays someone might say boots, because you can walk X amount of distance in them without them tearing, they need to be thick and sturdy, so on and so forth. That That is uh, an approach that is a, and it's a by consensus there, uh, that is definitely 100% something the Prophet did, it's mutawatir, it's just, it's uh, well known uh, from the Prophet and the companions. So that's for sure, but the, the, the wrinkle of nuance comes in, can you or can you not wipe over cotton socks, essentially? There is an authentic hadith that states that, even then you have further discussion. So it, at the end of the day, it's up to a person, their research, what they're comfortable with, what makes sense to them based on uh, what they're familiar with, combined with you know, the different evidences, so on and so forth. So if someone is, if their preference in general is uh, to just wash their feet and that's their norm, that's good, alhamdulillah, right? They don't necessarily have to wear cotton socks and wipe over them. It's just, it's an option that is actually very practical, especially given the, the time and place that we live in. If somebody is, you know, if they're at work, if they're a surgeon, it's just far more practical for them to be able to wipe over their cotton socks as opposed to taking off their socks and then uh, washing their feet, getting water all over their clothes. It's up to people to decide for themselves, uh, but there is uh, room for that, inshallah. Yeah, so don't don't shoot anyone if you see them wiping over cotton socks in the bathroom. I've, we've all, or some of us at least, I know I have have been there with you know just over the years. Some people they really want to uh, make a big deal out of this issue, and it, it really should not be something that uh, uh, should turn to a big issue at all. Yes, yes, because it is a perfectly valid opinion. So it's not something coming out of thin air. It's not something strange. It's not something that has no evidence whatsoever. There is definitely solid, uh, transparent evidence in that regard. Um, so the important thing is for the imam to be doing something that they deem to be acceptable, that is grounded in centuries of scholarly tradition. Uh, so, so long as what there, there's actually, there, like I said, 
um, there, uh, Imam Ahmed, he was, one time he was asked a question if he would pray behind somebody if they drank camel's milk and did not make wudu. Because his opinion was if you drink camel's milk, then you have to go and make wudu. So somebody was asking him, but they were doing it like in an annoying way, like just a troublemaker. Right? Because Imam Malik's opinion was it's okay, you don't have to go and make your wudu. So there was a clear difference of opinion. So this guy, he just wanted to cause problems. So when he asked Imam Ahmed this question, Imam Ahmed responded, because he picked up on the wavelength of what the guy was trying to say. So he asked him, are you asking if I would not pray behind Imam Malik? Yes, I would. So even as an Imam, he had a different opinion than another Imam, but his response was, yes, I would. Because he's doing something that he deems as valid, I respect the scholarship, I respect where that's coming from. Even if I have the opposite opinion, I would still pray behind them because what they're doing in terms of their understanding is, is valid and acceptable. Right? So in their other examples that we can give on Imam al-Shafi'i when he was after him, he was born the year Imam Abu Hanifa passed away. Right? And actually among the madhab you have a lot of differences between the Shafi'i madhab and the Hanafi madhab. Imam al-Shafi'i himself, he was, he was asked to lead prayer when he was in Iraq, right? And, and in Fajr prayer, he didn't do the qunut, the dua qunut. In the Hanafi madhab, you don't do it in Fajr, right? Only in Witr. So Imam al-Shafi'i, he typically would do it. But when he was leading prayer there in Imam Abu Hanifa's masjid, after Imam Abu Hanifa passed away, he chose to not do uh, dua qunut in Fajr. So he was asked afterwards why, he said, out of respect to the, 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 the scholar in this grave, right? So he had a different opinion, but he respected the, the, the scope, right? So at the end of the day, our deen should make us better people, more tolerant people, and to have vast uh, hearts and chests and to be respectable, especially in this country, especially in this region, especially in this community, because it's very vast. You have people from all over the world, so we're going to come across different people doing different things. Um, but the, the important thing is that the vast majority of the time, whatever someone is doing, chances are it's coming from somewhere. Right, so we'll, we'll con conclude it here. If you have more questions, we can talk on the side. Uh, but I know some people, they're waiting for it to officially conclude. Uh, we ask Allah to increase all of us in beneficial knowledge. We ask Allah to guide us and protect us and our families. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik nashadu wa la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilaik. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi Yes, sir. Oh, yes, you've been waiting very patiently. Go ahead. Here, I'll turn off the mic. You can come and ask. Yes. You, oh, I thought you had a question. You finished this amma? The whole thing? No way. That's awesome. Yes. Whoa, this, did you come up with that question yourself? That's a good question, because if you look at Surah Fatiha, you don't see Amin, but we still say Amin. That's a good, what do you think? What is that? What do you think? What is what? 